and welcome to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham, where Team Needham discuss everything healthcare. I am your host, Sean Needham, along with my wife and producer, Janet. And today in the studio, we have Joy Howard with Turn Back Time with Joy. She's going to tell us about our, her story. It's an awesome story. I learned a lot this morning or this afternoon about it already. And thank you, viewers and listeners, for hanging in there. We had some technical difficulties. And as you guys may know with a live show or may not know with a live show, sometimes that stuff happens. And the great thing is, is we have the awesome Dale Roth at the helm. <laughs> and that guy can troubleshoot anything, let me tell you, all right? It was really, really cool. So, um, and speaking of that, um, we are streaming live at the AM 1470 KBSN studio in Moses Lake, and we would love for you to be part of the show. Um, it looks like a few minutes ago, while um, we were troubleshooting some issues, we had um, some um, callers. We'd love for you to call back, 509-765-1470, and we'd love to answer all your questions. So I'm going to introduce Joy really quick because... I want to tell you a little bit about Joy, and I use her as example all the time. If you look at her, um, she is a beautiful woman. She is 76 years old. She told me it's okay to tell, uh, to say her age, and it's something that she should be very, very, very proud of. So she's going to teach us um, what she's done to um, help stay young, and it's, you know, it's really, I was talking to her before the show, and some things that we take for granted, um, not everybody knows about. So that is what she's going to discuss. And, and with that, she's going to start her story, and I'm going to turn it over to her. So, Joy, have at it. And welcome Thanks. to the show, by the way. Thank, Thank you, you so very much. much. You're welcome. Well, actually, a few years ago, I was taking an English class, and I wrote a story about my fitness journey. And so I thought that I would share that with the audience. And um, because it gets much easier, a writer can write where it's not so easy to speak sometimes. So anyway, I call my journey from flabby to fit. I was 40 years old the first time I dragged my tired, unfit body into an aerobics class. It was 1983, and Jane Fonda had been yelling, go for the burn, for several years. I was a good reader. I'd read her book 10 times. I was a good watcher. I even had her videos and watched them daily. I wasn't very good at doing. My arms and legs just didn't want to cooperate with what my brain told them to do. Miss Uncoordinated was one of my husband's favorite words for me. So it was with much fear and trepidation that I made the decision to haul my weak, shaky legs up the long flight of stairs to the upstairs place. It was an aerobic studio that was perched on top of the second floor over the cable company in our little desert town. Knowing that fashion was very important in the, even in the aerobic world, I had shopped for weeks preparing for the day. Finally, when I realized that I couldn't put it off any longer and I wasn't getting any closer to my dream body by staying home, I shyly ventured out into the world of the young and the beautiful. Adorned in my new striped leotard, my matching leg warmers and shiny tights, I stood inside the door of the aerobic room, quaking in my, my new factory fresh Reebok. What I saw warmed my heart and scared me to death at the same time. For there, clustered in the middle of the room, was an assortment of bodies to die for. Some I'd have died to have, others I'd have died if I had them. I swallowed hard and plunged right into the middle of the group. Well, 
really sort of on the outskirts. No, actually, I found a spot at the right back corner and I made my beeline for it and that's when the music began and my life changed forever. Today, I'm an instructor. I've instructed thousands of exercise classes. I understand when people feel awkward and uncoordinated and when it comes to taking an aerobic class because I've been there and I've done that, I know how it and now I not only teach aerobics, but I do personal training and health teaching as well. I'm still healthy and fit because I ventured out when I was afraid and I was tenacious even when I felt like giving up. 37 years later, I can assure you that I didn't give up and it's a story that I never quit telling. After that first day of aerobics, I trembled my way down the stairs, but this time my legs were shaking from fatigue instead of fear. I actually felt pretty good considering what I'd been through. The next day, though, it wasn't fear or fatigue that made it hard for me to get those stairs. It was my sore, aching muscles. I hurt, but I wouldn't have missed that class for anything because somewhere, somewhere between the leg lifts, leg lifts and the jumping jacks, I discovered I loved them. You see, wonders of wonders, I had an instructor who was fun, caring, and showed different levels because Instructors can make the whole world different Absolutely. and motivating, uncertain people like I was. JoJo didn't throw a bunch of fancy, difficult moves at me. She took one step at a time, and she simplified the whole routine, and I found that I could do it. Soon I became the strongest member of one, uh, one of the members of the class, and I was going there every single day, rain or shine. I don't care. I showed up. Good and I, Yeah. Awesome. I found out early that consistency is one of the most important pieces of fitness. And life. And life. That's exactly right. In those early 80s, when I got serious about exercise, so did Half Nation. With everyone jumping on the aerobic bandwagon, it was soon evident somebody had to take control of the situation. The, the aerobic industry as we know it today was just getting ready to take its first wobbly baby step. And I, unknowingly, was along for the ride. Jumping was so much fun, it seemed like, but it seemed like everyone either limped or smelled like liniment or sported an ace bandage somewhere. <laughs> People's ankles and knees ached, their feet were blistered, their backs were sore, and everyone had had shin splints at least once. With all the injuries, it wasn't surprising that when low-impact aerobics hit the scene, it stayed. I hated it. I learned to love running and bouncing, so when the instructor came back from an aerobic convention and said the jumping was out, I was mad. Classes were now doomed to squatting and using your muscles and slow labored rhythmic moves and with weights to boot. <laughs> I love it. Resistance yeah. training. Well, I may have, may have hated it, but my body loved it. I could see a difference right away. I learned that consistency may be the key to fitness, but correctness make this show. Taking a basic move and perfecting it, doing it right every single time, not only took inches off my hips and helped flatten my tummy, but it firmed me up in places that nobody else could see. Consistency, along with correctness, turned the handle and opened the door to a whole new world of fitness for me. That door was just beginning to open when Jojo handed me a book one day, and it was Colbert Bailey's book, Bitter fat. I took that book home 
and I devoured it like a big juicy hamburger. I learned a lot from that book, and one of the most important things was I didn't have to stop eating. <laughs> <laughs> what a relief! I discovered all I had to do was change what I was eating. I had to cut out the gravies, the sauces, the fats, and had plenty of fresh fruits and vegetables and grain. Right. And I found out calories were not necessarily wicked or bad because it actually was the kind of calories that determined how much food they could eat. For example, nine calories of uh, uh, nine, there's nine calories in a gram of fat, but there's only four calories in a in a gram of carbohydrate. So that meant that I could eat more of some foods than I could of others. You see, carbohydrates are energy foods; they're quick burning fuel. Where fat is slow burning, so it doesn't start to burn until you've been exercising at your target heart rate for at least 20 minutes. Well, I found out that no matter what I ate. I had to move. Otherwise, if I didn't, it would stay in my body. <laughs> right, right. And then I realized that the hardened grease that stayed on your fat, on, on the hardened fat that stayed on your on your plate after you ate a hamburger, was the same thing that was going inside my body, and that's what my blood looked like. So, picturing that kind of that fogging at my veins made me change the way I thought about food. So I decided to make wiser choices uh, when I cooked and when I went to the restaurant and I made small changes at first I you know nobody wants to make big changes so I made small changes but it made a difference well after a year at the upstairs place I was thriving I had more energy I could finally shop all day without being in bed the next day Wow! <laughs> I didn't need as much sleep I found I truly liked some of the new foods better than the old foods and I learned I was more patient my children actually asked me to go to class. <laughs> and stress no longer intimidated me. For the first time in my life, I, feel, I felt free from daily pressures. And I looked better. I'd never been fat, but I was soft, hair-shaped, and I hated my body. I discovered there was hope for everybody if they didn't give up. And then one morning, my telephone rang. I was getting ready for class. As I listened to the voice on the other end of the receiver, I began to shake. Fear was raging, raising its ugly head again. The voice on the other side of the line, of the other end of the line, was the owner of the aerobic studio. And she said that she understood I was a star pupil. But I, um, my aerobics teacher had just quit. Would I please take the class that morning? Oh, okay. So remember, this was the early 80s. Um, that's when we used records. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> records. I, I, being an audiophile, I love LP, records. LPs. Yeah, LPs, yeah, LPs yeah. and 45s. And so um, I had no idea what kind of records I was supposed to be. Right. I, I went and listened to the music every day. I didn't know what it was. So I called my son, <laughs> and he came on his way from work and helped me get the, the records all in order. So, uh, anyway, I couldn't keep the phone to my ear. I was shaking so hard. Me, teach a class? I didn't know if I could do it. <laughs> but, you see, um, this middle-aged student was familiar with all the melodies, but not, not the records themselves. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Um, anyway, I heard myself say yes. 
so, as I stood before the class and explained the dilemma of the missing instructor to my friends, the girls that I've been exercising with for over a year, I thought they would understand. I thought they would smile and say, we know you can do it. But instead, I found a lot of embarrassed fidgeting and downcast eyes. And the truth was, they now hated me. <laughs> I was their peer-turned instructor, and they didn't like it one bit. <laughs> In fact, they disliked me so much, they told me later that they even wanted to pick the studio. For some reason, I was bound and determined I wasn't going to give up. And I'm telling you, every morning, I felt like I was going to grow up. But I got myself pressed, and I went. Untrained. I stood before those women and led them day after day, week after week, shaking in my now dirty tennies. <laughs> I didn't know how long I was going to be able to go on, and then one day a miracle happened. Joy's taking a few weeks off to get some training, said the um, aerobic studio owner. She told that to my frazzled class because they were probably about ready to give up on me. <laughs> I think I saw a crack of a smile in their faces. I know I saw one when I came back from uh, my class, a bona fide certified aerobic instructor. In fact, I was in the very first class to ever be certified in the United States. <laughs> that's something, that's isn't awesome. it? That's a long that's, time that's ago. That's really awesome. Yeah. So, you see, I not only learned how to instruct, I learned how to yell, whoop, Joel and encourage. Uh, this shy, shrinking Violet actually became a master at shouting orders. I became a drill sergeant in aerobic pose. I love it. <laughs> My family couldn't believe the change in me. Interestingly, the women who hated me when I first started ended up liking my class the best. Several months later, the aerobic studio was put up for sale, and everyone begged me to buy it. And so soon I was the proud owner of Joy's upstairs place. I had no place. idea. I had no yes. idea. That's awesome. I had no <laughs> idea you owned a studio way back then. Yes. That's really cool. So that was an, I made it an aerobic studio that was geared not only for advanced students, but for the uncoordinated as well. That would be me. Yes. So that was 37 years ago, and several studios have gone under the bridge since then. We moved from the desert to the mountains, and so when we did, I sold Joy's upstairs place, and I bought another place in the mountains, and I called it the Fitness Factor. Uh, it was the only fitness facility in our little mountain town at the time. I was in my 50s, and I was in the best shape of my life. <laughs> awesome. Good for you. I had 10 instructors. Um, my gym was the only gym in, in the area. I was teaching three to five classes a day, training people on weights, um, doing weight loss counseling, and I loved every minute of it. Two of those classes were seniors. I went to the Senior Citizen Center several times a week and taught, and started out with six seniors and ended up with over 50. Um, but then we needed to quote that the fitness factor because we moved to a new city. And when I moved to the new city, my, my life changed directions again. I began sitting at a desk every day. And um, 
I still couldn't give up aerobics, though, and so I taught at my church. Now, my church was big. It was 7,000 people. And so here I was um, sitting all day and then teaching several days a week. And I, we had, we had, it was great. had a lot of fun. And then we moved to Moses Lake. We moved, moved to Moses Lake to buy the bed and breakfast. So my life changed again because um, I was busy cooking and cleaning. And uh, before I knew it, I had gained 25 pounds. Wow. That's probably when I met you. That was about probably I think that was about the time or so. that I met yep. you guys. Um, yeah, I felt awful. I started having back problems and feet problems. Um, and that's when I found out I had a degenerative back oh, problem. Okay. Degenerative bone disease in my spine. I had plantar fasciitis. I had Achilles tendonitis. Was very painful. It's mm -hmm. hard for me to walk. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I wasn't exercising before. So when I went to the doctor, he said, Joy, you know what you need to do. Just do it. So um, I did. And I got back in shape. Good for you. So six years ago, um, some of the ladies in my church knew that I had been. Um, teaching for a long time, asked me to start an aerobic class at our church. So I go to uh, Moses Lake Christian Church on Yondazawe, and I started teaching. And I have a wonderful group of ladies. It's free. It's non-denominational. We have ladies from every church. It's lots of fun. Right now, if everybody showed up, we have at least 25 people. Um, I am so proud of all these ladies because they have learned how to apply what they know they should be doing. Right. You know, it's a, it's a great thing. They get it. Um, I became a certified health coach a few years ago. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I decided to do that because I started looking around, and um, at first I thought, why does anybody need a health coach? Right. Then I started looking around, and I realized that it's just hard. Hard to do it on your own. You need somebody to come alongside you, not only to teach you, but encourage you to be accountable. And um, and so um, that's what I do. So I teach um, workshops, I teach seminars, and um, then I do one-on-one -on -one counseling. I do pantry makeovers. I'll meet them at the market, help them do their shopping, so that they know what kind of food to eat. Um. Anyway, I want to help women meet their goal, and that's my job. That's what I want to do. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you did to do a certified health coach and what a health coach does. Okay, a health coach actually just comes alongside someone and teaches them. So when someone comes to me and says that <coughs> they need help um, knowing what to eat, how to eat it, yeah. you know, um, I can go to their house, look in their pantry, see what they have, and help them get rid of the things that they shouldn't be having in there. And, you know, that's a hard thing because yeah. it all costs money, and you feel like you're throwing money down the drain, but it's better than going on on your body. So, Absolutely. you know, I, I decided that was the best thing to do. And I've seen so many changes in people. Yeah, right. You know, um, that's why I stay in what I'm doing. Um, 
And then I decided that people need one-on-one -on -one instruction. Um, and that's when I decided that I wanted to be a, a personal trainer. And so I became a certified personal trainer. Um, and I was doing it for a while in my basement. And um, then I just built a new room. And so I've got a beautiful new personal training room. And um, it's private. And, you know, I think a lot of women have a hard time going to a gym because they don't feel comfortable. You know, you don't, you feel like you're, everybody's looking at you. You don't know what you're supposed to do. And you need somebody to come alongside you and show you the correct way to do things. Because it's the correct way to do things that makes a difference in your body. Yeah. I see so many people at gyms that don't know how to lift weight. And they do it in the wrong way. And then they end up injured and not healthy. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, it's a perfect place to get to. That's awesome. I, I love that story, Joy. And you know, one thing I love about um, this radio show is, you know, I've known you and considered you a friend for, oh gosh, 15 plus years now. And um, I've learned so much in this radio show just before the show and during the show. And I appreciate you sharing that story. And um, that's very inspirational. Uh, I, I think so many people think that, um, you know, life is over at 40 or 50 even. And I see someone like yourself, and it's just it's just wonderful to, to hear a story like that. That you know how you've inspired others and take care of yourself and the like. So, um, so tell us about you know you talk about aerobic classes, yeah, and you, but you, you teach kickboxing. You teach. <laughs> I, I I had no idea. Yeah, wonderful. So tell us about some of the classes that you teach. Okay. Uh, well, I have a calendar that I sent that I put out for my ladies. We do intervals, so that's where we do um, aerobics, and then we intersperse it with weightlifting. Um, we do that. We do fat burners, where it's all slow and rhythmic and weights, and um, and it, it's a great class. We do regular aerobics, too. We do a combination class, where it's a little bit of every class that we do, kickboxing. Um, I do HIT, which is high-intensity interval training, and on those days, I, um, half of the class is that and half the class is Pilates. Um, we do boot camp, and that's fun. And um, so, yeah, we do a, all kinds of different things. And so the thing that I learned about the body is that it's very smart. And if you do the same thing over and over and over again, pretty soon you don't see any results. You progress, right? You have to change, right. and you have to get, yeah, you have to challenge yourself. And I tell my ladies, Getting fit is not easy, and it's not supposed to be easy, because anything that's worth it takes work. It yeah. just does. That's just the way that it is. Yeah. So at the bottom of my calendar, I always have some kind of an inspirational thing that's encouraging for them that will help them realize they need to get themselves to class. And, and not only, I only teach the past few days a week, so you need more than two days a week, right? Right. So, well, I mean, I, I will say, and you can reiterate this or you know, piggyback off this, but um, one day a week is better than nothing. Doing nothing. Well, of course it is. And, of course, two days a week is even better than that. Um, but is, I think one of the things is, is that we need to make sure that, you know, that anybody realizes they can exercise or be empowered to exercise and, like you say, progress. So if you're doing nothing now, 
even a little bit of something is, is better. And that little something that's could exactly be right. walking around the block. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, you start out slow. Yeah, I think every right. woman that isn't exercising now should start out slow. She needs to start walking first, but not just walking. Then she needs to apply what she, you know, she needs to step up and do some other things. Yes, I, it's very important for you to know that to one day a week or two days a week is helpful. Right. But if you really want to see results, you need to do it at least five days a week. And what I teach my ladies is that for every year you've been out of shape, it takes one month of consistent exercise, five days a week, to get results, to get where you want to be. Wow. Think about that. I like so that. So think about that. Yeah. So if you haven't been yeah, Right. Ten, ten months. months. Yeah. Well, that's less than a year. Yeah. Think yeah. about it. And every day, and I also teach them that it's um, fitness is like a necklace. So each chain, each day is like a, a link in the chain. If you keep breaking that chain, it's not going to be very long and beautiful, is it? Right. But if that the link from the day before hooks on to leak, the next link, um, you've had a long, beautiful life. Right, right. So what are, like like most of your classes, you, you teach classes on what days usually? Mondays and Thursdays, 10.30 to 11.30. 10.30 to 11.30. They're free. And that's, and that's where I that's at Moses Lake uh, Christian Church okay. on Yonazale. On Yonazale. And yeah. um, how long are those classes? It's an hour. An hour. So okay. from 10.30 to 11.30, I'm on time. So they know. And what I tell my ladies is because we all live busy lives, we all have difficult things, stresses and strains that are in our lives, things we're going through. When you walk in the door, you leave your problems outside. So you're in here. This is your, your hour to get yourself healthy and fit. And because nothing's worse than not zeroing in on what you're doing. Right. And I, I think exercise is the, the best medicine ever and under pride. And you're you know, not just, I think you did allude to it earlier, but it's not just uh, the physical benefits you get from it, but the mental benefits. Oh, exactly. I mean, it is just amazing. It, exercise is the best antidepressant ever. Yes, yes. You know, it, it really Our bodies is. can heal themselves because we give ourselves diseases. Right. right. Yeah, right. So, exactly. So, and, yeah. Right. And, and so, speaking of healing, speaking of healing ourselves, so do you have any good story about um, somebody that's healed themselves? Um, many, many stories. Oh, I, 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 right. Yeah, right. I but have I many, many, oh, many stories. Share, yes. share, share um, the most, most powerful one that you can think of off the top of your head. Well, I can tell you several of them, actually. Um, when I was teaching at the Senior Citizen Center, you know, this little lady that had been a nurse, and then when she retired, um, she told me she became a, a couch potato, and she just could not get up off the couch. And so she not only gained weight, but she didn't have any energy, and she drug herself into the first class. She could barely move. And um, so I encouraged her. After she'd been coming like six weeks, she was running in. And she said, I cannot believe, can't believe the difference. And then I made this little video, and I used her in my video. And uh, so she's, yeah. That's, that, it, that's awesome. Yeah. That awesome. So many people said, joy, my hips hurt, my legs hurt, but they don't hurt anymore. Yeah. And well, surprising. Yeah, and it's not just chronic, you know, I, mean, I guess that's chronic disease too, but it's not just the more obvious ones like, uh, you know, high cholesterol, hypertension, um, you know, cardiovascular disease is the number one killer of, of men and women in this yes. country. Yes. So being uh, a healthy weight 
helps prevent that. Huge. Um, you know, diabetes, things like that. But like you said, um, you know, you would think that some people would intuitively think, well, exercise is going to make my knees hurt worse, or or my ankles hurt worse, or my shoulders hurt worse. And in reality, if you're if you're shown how to do it properly, that's right. Um, those ain't go away. Well, myself is a good example because I I had degenerative bone disease in my spine. But that was 10 years ago that I found that out. And look, my back doesn't, you know, I have an occasional twin. Oh, of course. You know, yeah. we're, we're, we're alive. Yeah, uh, right. you know, right. Right. We're, we have a heartbeat, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but you know what? I don't hurt like, right. like, I, like I did. I can move and, and, and do the things that I want to do. And I couldn't have done that if I not gotten back in shape. So what, what do you say to women um, is there a certain age to start? Is there a certain age that you should? It's age? never too early, and it's never too late. Um, I have a friend who started at age 70, and if she got down on the floor, she couldn't get back up. And um, it wasn't very long until after she came to my classes a few months, she can get up off the floor now without having to fall over to the couch and push herself up. She can, yeah, her legs have muscles. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, yeah. So we, we talked about um, we talked a lot about exercise so far. So tell me a little bit about diet, and we talked a little bit about it, but expand on that a little bit about how your personal um, coaching can help people with diet. Because I think sometimes we take things for granted. So tell us right. a little bit about that. Well, actually, what I tell people is, if it comes in a box, you don't need to eat it. You know, fresh fruits, fresh vegetables, um, grains, and you know, just good food that God made. Organic, if you can get it, is the best. And I know it's more expensive, it is, but um, there's a lot of ways that you can eat, and it's not not that expensive, you know. Well, I, I mean, I think. You know, and well, think of it this way: Wouldn't you rather put it in your body for health rather than spend it on the doctors right, later on? Right. So you're going to be spending your money some way or right. That's what Janet likes to say. Janet says, right. "Pay now or pay later." Right. You know, exactly. that's the reality, and. And here's reality, any weight uh, also is honestly fresh, fresh, fresh food. Um, you know, I think about my, my brother who was at my house a few weeks ago. He's got two boys. He, he had two of his boys over, and I have two boys. My two boys had two friends over. And we ate a dozen eggs and a thing of sausage that we had bought. Um, and I think we figured it out, you know, it was like $6. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, yes. Because you buy eggs by the sixty at a time. They're they're pretty inexpensive. They are. You know, that's but exactly when, right. If if every single one of those kids had box cereal, mm-hmm. I guarantee you we probably because they probably would have ate four, three or four bowls at least before they were full. Yeah. And we probably would have spent, I bet you, forty to fifty bucks because a box of cereal is five bucks. Yes. And you here's know? what I tell here's what I tell my people: Alzheimer's begins in childhood. The way children begin to eat when they're little starts there. So if they're eating sugar, because sugar is one of the worst things that we can eat. And I know it's addicting. It's it's very addicting. It's nine times more addicting than cocaine. Did you know that? I, I, I've heard a study of that, yeah. 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 And so, and we all like sugar. We all love sugar. Yeah. It, it isn't that, you know, we don't like it. It's just not good for us. And it does bad things for our brain. So. And so... Uh, ex- expand a little bit on 
on on the sugar. So how do you you, you talk about fruits? Talk about eating fruits. So well, yeah, fruits are sugar, right? They so are sugar, but but it's a different thing because it okay. goes in. It, it keeps your blood level level. Yeah. Where um, simple sugars, you know, it spikes it, and it makes you feel get that little sugar high, but then it plummets you down, and then you feel horrible, and then you want more, and it's just an up and down cycle. Well, I think one of the things too is when you eat a real when you eat a real fruit, you very simple sugar in there. There's also like an apple. It's nutrition, and it's got fiber. So mm-hmm. I think I, I I think that fiber takes it and makes it so the sugar doesn't absorb as fast. Exactly. You know, or, and and it makes you full. That's right. Too, That's so. why it keeps your blood level level. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And like you say, uh, you know, stay away from the things out of the box, and it'll be going you know, better. Better for your body. I like to say another um, tip is I give patients is if it doesn't rot, don't eat it. And 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 I and you know this kind of of course you want to eat it before it rots. (laughs) Yeah, right. Of course, right. (laughs) But I mean, if you think about it, what makes food rot? Um, Well, bacteria and mold first of all grow on it and 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 make it rot. And if bacteria and mold won't eat it, think about that. Think about what. Are we even doing? Are we assimilating those nutrients? You're absolutely at all? right. Is it, is it good at all? For That's us? right. Yes. Right. Read so, the ingredients. If you're going to eat something in a box, turn it around and read the ingredients because a lot of times on the front it says it's healthy. Yeah, that is that is true. You know, yeah, very true. they feed us lies. Yeah. And so you have to turn it around and look at the other side. So we've talked about exercise. We've talked a little bit about diet. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about uh, the third thing I believe to stay healthy, and that's rest and recovery. Yes. Tell, me, yes. tell me what your thoughts are about yes. that. Yes. Good sleep is the most important thing. And it needs to be quality sleep because our body, you know, cycles. That's when our body repairs itself. And if you're not sleeping well, um, it's not a good thing. We all know when it's not a good thing. We all need six to eight hours of sleep a night. Right. And so, if you don't get that, your body doesn't get to repair itself. Well, I think that's what people forget. People think they get stronger when they exercise. But that's just not true. You get stronger no. when you rest and recover. That's right. So, if you're not resting and recovering, then um, you're, not, you're not going to get stronger. In fact, you, you could argue you're going to weaker your body's going to be That's right. Um, talk a little bit about when I talk about recovery and stress, talk a little bit about, I don't know if you're very, your clients will talk about stress. And I just wrote this and this February thing on stress and what it does to our hearts because February is heart health month. That's right. And so um, stress stresses our heart. That's bad thing to our heart. Every every part of our body, but it shows in every area of our life. It shows in our continents, you know, uh, our countenance. I mean, um, the way we think, the way we act. Right. Every part of us, you know, stress is a very bad thing. That's why exercise is good because um, it relieves stress. Yeah. You can come into class and feel, well, you know, on the days that you don't feel like exercising, those are the days you should exercise because when you get done, you feel so much better. Do you have any thoughts on if it's better to exercise in the morning or exercise at night? Evening? You know, I know a lot of people to get right up out of bed and exercise. I don't know if that's the greatest for you because you've been laying down and just getting up. But I think morning is probably the best time. Um, everybody's fresher. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's easier. I can tell you from personal experience that it's
it's easier the later you let the exercise go and put it off, the easier it is to not do it. You're absolutely right. You know, so mm -hmm. that's why I do I do sometimes promote if if getting up before you're interrupted by the rest of the day, if getting up a little bit early and exercising is is that the only way you can do it? I, I definitely like that. I don't think it's the strongest time necessarily. First thing in the morning, kinda of like what you're talking right. about. But it's definitely better. But soon after, yes. Yeah, definitely mm -hmm. better than putting it off all day long. Yes, I totally agree. So you were telling me this that you have. So you built a gym at your house. I did. You turned a, a shop into a gym, which is mm -hmm. wonderful. I've got to go yeah. over there to see it. Yes, sometime. you need to come see it. And um, you've got this. You've got a beautiful house, by the way. It used to be a bed and breakfast. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so beautiful house. You used to catering, I guess you could say, yes. in that house, right? Mm -hmm. So tell me about what your thought is a little bit about this weekend getaway thing with yes. women. And, I mean, I love this idea. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, I decided that I would like to use this house because we, we closed it in breakfast a few years ago. I'd like to use the house for ladies to come for two nights um, to get healthy and fit. And I want to call it healthy and, you know, healthy and fit weekend. Um, during that time, we would work out in my new gym. Um, we would do healthy cooking class. Uh, we would eat healthy, of course. Um, do workshops. Um, spend some time on health and fitness, and making them realize that they can make they can make those changes. And then I want to send them away with all the tools to change their lives because it's a jump start. They need you know they need yeah. to get started, and it's hard. It's hard. No matter how old you are, it's hard if yeah. you haven't been doing it. Absolutely. And it's all about educating and empowering it is. people and realize that they can control their own health. Um, you know, it, it really it really is up to them yeah. um, to control their own health. So, it's our will. Yeah, that's right. And and I'm so glad that they have, you know, that somebody out there like you that, you know, can um, be a good example and educate and empower women to, to, you know, go through the same journey that you Well, through. I believe... I believe what I teach, yeah. and I live what I teach. I love it. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think it could be any other way, right? Right, yeah, yeah, that's right. right. And so be part of the show, you guys. If you have any questions, quick questions for Joy, 509-765-1470. We'd love, we'd love to hear you. Um, so, Joy, these last two minutes as we as we wrap up, um, tell us how you like to, what you like to wrap the show up with. Okay. Um, okay. I guess we have five minutes. I just I told we have five okay. total minutes. So um, since we started late, I think so. Uh, go ahead and tell us your your parting words and and how we can get a hold. Okay. Uh, well, in my seventy six years, <laughs> I've learned a lot of things. First, I learned you need to be tenacious and not give up, because if you, it's so easy to give up. Yeah. You know, you have to, have to be tenacious. Um, and if you don't exercise, you should start slow, walking, you know, um, but hang in there. Um, our bodies are smaller. You've already said that. You need to um, to do different things all the time, but challenge yourself. It's important to challenge yourselves. Get educated on how to take care of your body. You need to know how to do it. Also, our brain's a carbohydrate. So, um, you know, we want to eat the right carbs, the good oil, the avocados, the um, olive, nut oil, 
you know, things like that. And don't put bad things into our body. You know, find a buddy to be accountable to. I think that's really important. I'll work out five to six days a week. Um, and do a combination of aerobic and strength training because you know, in my classes I use balls, I use weights, I use uh, rubber bands. And rubber bands sound like it's not hard, but it's hard. Oh, oh I use my coach prescribes resistance bands, and I yes. will tell you, They're it can hard. give you a great workout. Yes. I was a guest coach one time at a gym, and I had the little rubber bands. And our class was doing it. Well, some of the bodybuilders looked into our class, and they said, those women, they don't know what they're doing. So my my husband was there. He said, come in and join them. He gave them each a rubber band. They could not. They could not keep up with us. I could totally see Steve doing that. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. I bet he had a big smile. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and another thing. I, we women are fearless. And I, we, when we band together, we're on top. Right. That's you right. Know? That's awesome. And that's why I'm here. Because I... I believe in helping women. That's, that's, you've been a wonderful guest, Joy. I I admire you so much. I'm so glad you've inspired so many. So I gotta. Joy is not ready for this. I'm gonna really surprise her by talk to her about about the before the show. If you notice, since you're on video, Joy, her lipstick matches her <laughs> shirt. Go show the camera your fingernail. Matches, oh <laughs> matches her fingernails. Her lipstick matches her fingernails, matches her shirt. That is, that, that's a lady right there. And she's, and she's so fit and healthy and eats well. I mean, that's, that's awesome. So inspiring others. So um, I really appreciate you being on our show today, Joy. Uh, do you have any final final words you'd well, like to say can, about Joy? You know, if somebody classes? wants to call me, yep. um, they can call me. Um, my uh, number is 509-771-2296. And um, they can get a hold of me that way. Okay. And that, that's for personal training, personal coaching. Yes, for anything. Um, yes. Your, your days you're going to have at your house. Yes. What about the, the uh, two days you teach? Did you teach class? Go over that again. Two days you teach at three yes. classes? Monday, oh. Yeah, Monday and Thursday at 1030, 1030 to 1130 at um, Moses Lake Christian Church on Yano's Alley. Okay. And is there a way they can get a schedule of that so they don't kickboxing or aerobics or... Yes, I I handle that when it, you know if they get get a hold of me if they come to the first class they'll get a, a calendar and that'll tell everything about the class and and everything. And what about social media, Joy? Are you on social media? Do you have a, social well, I have a media Facebook page? page. Facebook page, Joy Howard on Facebook. It's a Turn Back Time with Joy. Turn Back Time with Joy. So yes. like Joy's Facebook page, follow it, share it. Um, Please do. Tell your friends. This is a wonderful, wonderful way to get the message out about about what you're doing, Joy. I so appreciate it. So that looks like it wraps up a show, another show of Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. Thank you for being here, our first show in February this, this month, this year. And thank you for being on, Joy. We will talk to you guys Monday. Uh, Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham. See you Monday.